0: Thank you for listening to Recyclables. I really appreciate it. If you want to support the program, the best way to do that is to like, subscribe, and share. Uh, the next best way is to make a donation either through the ACAST app or at our Patreon, which is just patreon forward slash recyclables.com. Until next time, thank you.
1: Talking shit's Bill and B. Talking shit excreting Spillin' pee gossiping If it comes from inside me it might leave a stain you can see Talking shit spillin' pee talking shit doo doo queen Spillin' pee getting mean Now it's time to dish some dirt diarrhea Hershey squirts around for a discussion concerning
0: this is shit and so I have with me the beautiful the wonderful the amazing Jane Malone Ta-da. set your mic up where you want it to be I mean kind of treat it like a mic that you stand up with I tend to like a good rule of thumb is like a dick length way even though that's a very generous dick for most men. Like let's I have big hands. But yeah, even <laughs> this to see a lot of men with a dick this long it's like okay oh my God, that's you're doing six feet work for sure. You're doing work, you know. <laughs> I that whole conversation <laughs> about dick size. I saw that lately people are like if she says it's perfect, she's been with bigger. And I'm like who so does? what, but I mean, what does that mean for everyone? Yeah. Because for someone like me, I don't want to brag, but I got a snug snatch. Right. Like, I don't want to brag. I don't. Like so it's not appealing.
1: Too long. They freak me <sighs> out, and I don't like it when they hit the bottom of my cervix. That hurts.
0: Do you feel, that yeah, do you, you feel much. like it's almost like yeah, catching on something? To go. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I hate that. I feel this thing where it's like, it's like, cup in my cervix and pulling back on it yeah, over and over and over and it. yeah and it, that, that hurts. There was a guy I met at a, a party that I drunkenly wandered into in college like I just went in cuz why not. Yeah. Um and I met a 6 foot 7 German beach volleyball player. <laughs> Lurch face like I will say it was not a face I was attracted to, but his body. Get used to
1: that in a way
0: too. No, exactly, exactly. But like, I wasn't attracted to his face, but I was attracted to a tall, skinny man because I like jungle gyms. And if you don't like that, don't at me in the comments. (laughs) Um, And we got into my room. I had to like clean, like actually make it so my bed was accessible because I was really depressed and wasn't sleeping in my bed. So there was a bunch of garbage on my bed and like (laughs) desks and shit. So I'm like. Hulking this stuff off the bed and we get in there and we start making and I'm like, this is not gonna happen. Like there's no way that is going in there there is no room at the inn for what you are bringing and I'm so sorry.
1: I went out with one guy and he was just massive. And I was like, It's okay, they're made to pass a child, whatever, you know, and I was turned on. Yeah, but that's Wet, in a traumatic situation, rot, right? Like, we were, it was fun in the moment, but then we got finished, and it was just a fucking bloodbath, and I wasn't on my period, and I was not a virgin. Did it it hurt? No, in the the moment, it felt great, but afterwards, it felt like I'd been run over by a truck. Like, it was just fucking blood everywhere. Oh, my God. And I was like, I am so sorry, and he's like, it happens, and I'm like. He should "Ah!" be concerned.
0: I'm going to say that over and over and (laughs) over again. That man should be concerned that he is making women bleed, because that is not natural. It was. Horrifying. Not natural. <laughs> well, I figured we'd start at least with me telling a story about the biggest dick I've ever seen in my life. Cause I was terrified and I needed that on, I needed that recording. It's
1: like that. You're not supposed to see them that big. They're not. No. Big. No,
0: that's, <laughs> and like, and, and, and again, like these men that feel self-conscious that they're not as big as that kind of man. It's like, sure. For, for certain bodies, that is going to be great. So Certain yeah. bodies are going to love that. For porn, that is great. Perfect. Like, fantastic. But for me, personally,
1: yeah.
0: I want a rabbit. <laughs> right? I, want- I don't need you all up in my guts. I am a, witch
1: girl, I like them a
0: little girthy. You like them girthy like yeah. a soda can? I like, not, nah, don't go
1: crazy, but I like a little bit of girthy. You ass. like
0: a tuna can, like the flat one. Just, <laughs> but only that deep. The like, it's just like, <laughs> your your vaginal canal is <laughs> tuna cans shaped size, so it's very, and just, you just put it in, it's like a Lego, right? it's like a Lego block. There
1: we go. That's that's what you're working with. <laughs> At this point, I
0: think the whole thing is just fucking grown over. I haven't <laughs> had sex since...
1: This is so sad because I remember it. But we went to this <laughs> wedding. It was an outdoor during COVID wedding and there were like 20 of us all yard, and everybody had their own hula hoop, you know? And so oh like my we God. all had to stay in our own hula hoops. That's amazing. It was so cool. And then they had the outdoor breakfast. It was so beautiful. But like that night we went back and like we had sex and then we broke up and it was a pandemic. So I haven't, I haven't hooked up. It also yeah. helps me stay clean. Like I do not want to snort Coke if it's a pandemic because also, you know, the whole, like, uh, fentanyl thing was scary, too. Fentanyl sounds
0: fun. I don't know. We should try it. Let's, do you want to do a fentanyl party? Do you want to do a trendy. fentanyl party? Yes,
1: do it. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> so how would you describe yourself as a being on this planet?
1: I am, oh, I am the Jane. <laughs> I am the only Jane. The mayor of Kick-Ass. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of like a, you know, poor, brown, chubby girl, kind of all tattooed up. Okay, I'm just okay. like Navigating this thing, I got a couple of kids. They're so cute. Okay. Right. Age difference is wild with your kids. Yeah. I've got a ten-year-old and a twenty-three-year-old, and I myself just turned forty-one. So everybody's like, "Oh my god, how can you?"
0: And have a you 23-year-old? sound like you're twenty-two. Thank you. Like ever since I've met you, you have had the youngest voice of anyone I know. Oh, thank you. I am. um, <laughs> I'm very immature. So <laughs> same. I think that's why we bond. Absolutely. It's a uh,
1: what. Well, you know, the economy doesn't really let you grow up. I can't have a business. I can't have a house. I can have anything I want at Hot Topic, though. You know what I mean? So, like, right. yeah. so my purse has bat wings and I don't have a home. But, uh, Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> um back to coke though because i i didn't know you had gone sober i remember one of the last times we interacted in person it was during the db cooper festival and you were panicking (laughs) because you couldn't find the coke that you had just bought we did wait i did find you did find it you did find it it. and and, like i am the i am i'm not a puritan per se but i've dabbled in amphetamine salts in college when i was prescribed for adhd and it was horrible so like coke to me is like Whoa, hey there, pal. Ah. I was like, I'm happy it works for you, but I am terrified. What what was it like when you... I love here's the problem, I love drugs in general. Okay.
1: I um I have a hard time with this world world. I'm I'm very sensitive, you know, I'm an artist for all You're very sensitive. Sensitive. Yeah. So uh yeah, this is this is a hard place for me. But I, I do find that drugs are fun, you know, it's one of those things where I've got like a very fun mind. I love colors and shapes and textures and stuff, so like okay. doing drugs is just it's like a world of sensory euphoria. Cocaine for me is not my drug of choice, but I was but it was pretty addictive. And the guy didn't hurt because we get all hopped, at, you know, and just a fuck a lot, so much. And he was, and I hate to say this, but like, uh, not all men. Everyone's like, oh, I go, I like pussy the best, you know. But he actually really is good at it, and he's such an asshole. I hate to say that. It's so frustrating so when someone
0: is so good at that, but they also suck so much, right? As <laughs> a,
1: like he is good at it, and he knows it. And he sucks as oh. a person, and he doesn't know that. And like, yeah. It's, it's like,
0: look so. on the inside and not just what your mouth does, so sir. No,
1: so, yeah. what does uh, Coke do to your poops? Um, you know, I had a hard time. It kind of dries you out completely.
0: Okay. So, it's kind of like heroin, too, because heroin constipates you as well, right? Yeah. I think, um,
1: most drugs in my experience
0: make me clench. Oh, you know? uh, so, so you're kind of stressed, would you say? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like, um,
1: know, like taking a ride on any roller coaster. You're a little bit nervous about what's about to happen, regardless of the fact that you know that in theory you're totally safe. Safety's an illusion. But, you right.
0: know. Oh my god, the amount of people that don't die at Disneyland, but they did die at Disneyland, yeah. they just don't claim that they died at because Disneyland. it's not
1: a real place, so you can't actually die there. But yeah, you died there.
0: What about a baby? I've heard people bring up, like, what if someone has a baby at Disneyland? Apparently, like, you don't have the baby it at Disneyland either. either. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Oh, it makes me think of "There's No War in Ba Sing Se from Avatar: The Last Airbender because I'm really cool. <laughs> Have you watched? There are like these stand-up e- clips that are on Comedy Central, and it's like people talking about really embarrassing things. And Jessa Reed from Portland talked about drinking her own urine, yes, I to get high love, on love Yes,
1: and Jessa. Oh Reed's my God. is one of my favorites. She is absolutely hilarious.
0: Do you think you would be willing to try that if you were that desperate? I, you know, I've never been so hard up. I.
1: I'd try to drink my own urine. I don't know. I kind of have a quick gag reflex. Do you think you can right. get it
0: down? I, you know, out of all of the things that come out of our bodies, I feel like I'm the least grossed out by urine. And a lot of that's just because, like, I have accidents. I don't want to brag. But I have one of those brains, like, as soon as I get the key in the lock at the front door, I didn't have to pee until I put that key in there and then immediately it's like I'm gonna piss my pants now usually do I like full-on piss my pants no do I even like make a big puddle in my underwear no but it's like a few drops here and there but we don't know what's gonna happen so like externally I don't I'm not bothered by pee but yeah I can't imagine drinking it like I've never looked at pee and been like hmm Mm, that sounds delicious. I'm a
1: big fan of hot beverages anyway.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I, and I'm kind with you, Corey, my boyfriend. Oh, my God. He awesome. He is pretty great. <laughs> but he likes tea a lot and like coffee and stuff. And I just kind of don't get it. I, I think I don't want to wait for a hot beverage. And you don't have to wait for a cold beverage. It's already there. Yeah, I'm
1: already thirsty too. So
0: 13 years apart. How different was potty training between the two of them because of where we were about knowing about kids and just them in general as being different children?
1: Oh, absolutely. My daughter, uh, I had her in high school. And so, like, I was a child as well, in my opinion, you know? Oh, I yeah. Was- <laughs> babies having babies. It was – um. She, it's cool now because we, like, grew up together. And I'm like, remember Miss Yeagle in third grade? And she's like, no, I do not. <laughs> all the time and I'm like no you had and then she was not there obviously but she was
0: there from like junior year on so you can see oh my gosh that's like so my oldest niece was born when I was 10 yeah yeah. and like we lived in the same town I took care of her a lot so obviously not exactly the same but yeah it's it's almost more like I have a little sister than a niece
1: exactly yeah she and I my sister is a couple of years younger and then my parents adopted a couple and then like, my, I have a couple of step-siblings in there, so we had a big family anyway. And so, like, Becky's just kind of the tail end of all the okay. kids,
0: you know? So how many kids under one roof at the same time normally?
1: Uh, there was all, there were five when we were all at my dad's house, and then there were six at my... No, five at my mom's and six at my dad's, because Nick was at my dad's, and he was the adopted
0: kid. Okay, okay. Yeah, we're about the same amount of kids, too. I was the youngest of seven. Okay. So...
1: I am not real sure where I am. We just found out that my dad had um, a secret family growing up, so I've got two older siblings <laughs> too so i think i'm the third for him and the first for my mom in a series of-
0: oh so you're you're definitely like the older so you were one of the more responsible ones did your mom watch your oldest a lot too
1: not really i mean um yeah uh, not really she was uh she was still working you know she oh, okay. was okay i was 17 she was 40 she was 39 when i had becky
0: Oh you my gosh. Got,
1: yeah. She, my mom had me at twenty two. My and,
0: mom had me at forty four. Holy crap. So your mom had it. her grandchildren before my mom was done having kids. That's,
1: my mom and I actually got pregnant <laughs> at the same time and Oh my uh, God. Yeah. What? Uh, I, Becky made it and my mom lost her <sighs> baby about three months in. So she Also was, miscarriage? Yeah, it was okay. a geriatric pregnancy for her.
0: Uh my mom had one at forty-four, one at forty-two. And another one at like thirty nine, oh, and then five more. Be- I mean, four more before that.
1: Are your your parents are religious? They don't Catholic. Oh, so many of you. So <laughs> like,
0: but like, it's interesting with Catholicism because I feel like with Mormon, it's like, oh, you're definitely in a cult, and yeah. with Catholicism is like, oh, you're in like one of the oldest cults. is
1: yeah, definitely. It's got like a prestige to it. Oh my god, <laughs>
0: it's just a cult with a cult with a business license. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, when I had Becky, it was 1998, and we weren't really like no one was woke yet. Kids didn't have rights yet. None of yeah, that, my parents grounded me for getting pregnant.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> so I get it because I feel like my parents would have done the exact fucking thing, oh, the Becky same thing. So fucking grounded. I would have grounded the fuck out of that kid. I would have grounded the kid out of that kid. And did you feel like? having the kid was the option if you don't mind me asking no, you can totally say my mother
1: was like this is a choice that you can make and my father was like you are having this kid and getting married and that's what, what we did the, oh my god yeah we
0: i got why? married at 17 why would you force your child your child jesus. to have a child yeah
1: jesus said jesus, even though jesus still, never, said, nev- never, never
0: said never
1: said <laughs> my uh my dad is Religious in the way that men often are, where he like picks things that mainly give him like unquestionable power and glosses over the rest.
0: Oh, so you know modern white Christianity. Got it, got it.
1: Mexican, but you can't prove it to him. Like his last name is Flores. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah, but and he's. I thoroughly offended uh, one of Corey's friends because I said I don't understand why minorities vote Republican ever, and holy shit she was furious, because her father is Puerto Rican, okay. and he votes Republican. Well, he and, votes against his interests. I know, and I, and I was just like, well, I just don't understand, because from my understanding, you are voting against your best interests. Absolutely. Um, but and, like, and I peddled up back on it, but she was so pissed, and I think she still does. She still thinks I'm kind of a monster because of it, and I'm like, that's fine, that's fine. I'm a white lady, it's not a conversation I really should be having, so.
1: I, uh, on behalf of all the half-breeds out there, my dad is totally Horrible racist person who is voting against his own and my interests. And no matter how much I try to tell him that, he says, oh, but the babies. And I'm like, dude, you are never going to be pregnant. This is not a you issue.
0: It's such a fascinating conversation because you can hypothetically support every unborn child. Mm -hmm. You don't and and without actually supporting any living being Absolutely. and you still believe you have the moral high ground It makes
1: him feel superior morally even though he himself had a secret family that he ditched somewhere and just let that woman raise those two kids and was like deuces
0: you know but he, he can prodigal son that shit right yeah oh yeah then he made
1: it right by being with my mom and cheating
0: anyway so yeah i have a hard time with men right now I I can't imagine why. (laughs) So, like, I'm assuming you were probably using, like, disposable diapers and stuff, though. Yeah,
1: definitely. And for Becky, it was one of those things where she's always kind of been, like, she's a a mommy pleaser, you know? Oh. Yeah, she would always, like, try to get the broom and sweep up for me, and she still does, you know? Like, when I had Charlie, she was, like, the first in there with the diapers, changing his diapers and stuff, and she was horrified. But, uh, yeah, she's always been kind of, like, trying to prove that she's not... That She can do it, you know? Very independent.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, so we got her one of those little, um, the little tykes toy potty things. Those little tiny yeah. ones. And they, it was, like, pink and, like, because <laughs> she was Ooh. a girl and we gender everything in this country. Well, yeah.
0: Our poop's pink. So oh we got a poop in a pink toilet. Boy, obviously.
1: <laughs> It'd be weird if the butterflies floated out to a blue one. Um, <laughs> that'd just be bizarre. Uh, yeah, so, and then you know, I used M&M's to, to potty mm. treat
0: it's so, very
1: effective, actually.
0: Uh, my nieces, a lot of my nie- nieces have had pooping issues holding it in. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like very constipated. And so we have. Poop prizes, Ooh. so like it would be like a piece of candy or toys, and so like I we would be visiting my sister Danny in Idaho, and just be like, you poop, you get a poop prize, and everyone yeah. in the house is like, you get a poop prize, and it's a big thing. Ah! So like when I was Absolutely. working in child care, I'd always be like, have you heard of poop prizes? They work real good. Yeah. So I want, I would love to see if there's research about why it's bad though, and that there's probably a better way to do. It. Do you know what people are doing now? What are they doing? Do you know what people are doing now? I mean, they were doing it as of like. six Six years ago but i are probably still doing it now you just do not put a diaper on your baby i heard about this you like just, just don't free bleeding but basically it's free... free excreting free excreting. <laughs> oh it's so disgusting like, <laughs> i don't want to judge because i bet you there is a lot of legitimacy to it because you're like the problem with diapers is that especially the ones that is they don't feel wet Yeah. And a a lot of that is so that they don't develop rash, but then they don't really connect, like, I pissed myself. Yeah. They're just like, oh, it's a little warmer and a little squishier, but that's nice.
1: Absolutely, and and then the diapers themselves. Like uh, my son had a lot of issues with the adhesive, so he had oh. terrible adhesive burns. Oh, it, so we had to be really careful. Oh my
0: it was gosh! Very cute. I used to babysit <laughs> someone who they used cloth diapers, yep. and I was very little, so I definitely stabbed her. And she just had, <laughs> and that girl just had her second baby. Oh, I feel so old. <laughs> it's,
1: it's crazy out there. I know. I. Yeah, all the kids that I babysat are now, like, through college and stuff. It's crazy. And it's just,
0: like, shut the front door. My oldest niece is 22 now, so I feel super-duper old. My
1: daughter's 23. I take her to gigs with me now when I'm doing holiday. Oh, my God. So
0: your daughter's about the same age as my niece. I guess That's i never made that older, connection. You know? Yeah. You're crazy? Oh, my gosh. It was it harder to potty train a boy than a girl in your experience? If there was a gender difference that you noticed,
1: I didn't. I thought Charlie. I thought both my kids were pretty easy to potty train. Really? Honestly, yeah. My I was dating this guy at the time. My favorite ex. He's amazing. And, uh, well, it's
0: good to have a favorite ex, at least. I did,
1: well, oh, here's the I've dated very few, like, especially as i got gotten older. I've dated very few, like, gross, like, why are you with this guy? So most of my exes are, like, these brilliant men that are really talented and thoughtful. And just it just doesn't work? Yeah. It just didn't happen. And I were like, that, uh The most recent one. The unnamed. I, the I, <laughs> the Voldemort of my current life. It's okay. Yeah, like, they're all amazing, talented men, you know? So, but
0: it's just, yeah. like. No, so I, I know you have. I think you have pretty high standards, because I just glom onto relationships, and I see you take so much time in between, and I really admire that. And Thanks. I. Hopefully, I don't have to do that anymore because I proposed to Corey and he can't walk. He can't run away now. I mean,
1: he did say yes. Like we all saw the Facebook like post. Idiot! Like an <laughs> <Sucker>. Idiot! <laughs> idiot! <laughs> so good. You guys are so cute.
0: It's really gross. We we are way too open with each other with bathroom stuff. Like he was pooping and I had to pee, so I just peed in the tub next to him, and then just turned off on the shower and rinsed it down because I was like, <laughs> and we just looked at each other the whole time. We're disgusting. <laughs> That's fantastic, though. That's the
1: kind of relationship that you want, you know, that you can actually just be yourself in.
0: Oh yeah, that's nice. We we don't really spend a lot of time apart, and I'm really glad that we don't get sick of each other.
1: That's so. (laughs) You guys, I mean, it really does. You guys seem very, very happy, and that's that's awesome because you're amazing, and it's so good to see you happy. It's true. It's so good.
0: How have your poops been lately?
1: Good. I actually uh, feel pretty good about them because, yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, I've been in a pretty decent space as far as like mine all depend on my eating. Mm-hmm. Like I have to not eat like a crazy person, but because you
0: kind of have some diet restrictions, I right?
1: Do. I have uh, hyperlipidemia, which is um, I so I have a hard time processing liquid lipids. My uh, for whatever reason, <laughs> my my body wants to just store them, and wants to
0: keep it all. It does, and
1: it so does. So if I've had a donut it's probably still here, (laughs) you know, it's really difficult to work with.
0: And so like, and I imagine that, sorry, I just imagine that's a really unfortunate when people act like being bigger is a choice.
1: Absolutely. They have no idea. I've given myself anorexia several times and I, you know, was hospitalized at one point because I was running like 18 miles a day on 300 calories and I lost like, I I was 320 pounds, and I'd gotten to 156 pounds, and that was as far as I could go. I've got a bigger frame. I've got a lot of dense muscle. Like I'm just a bigger kid.
0: I feel like your shits were probably really fucked up when Me, you I were wasn't really having issues. Ever. Oh yeah. yeah. So was well, it, was or eating. was it like deer turds? Yeah. When it like did nothing. come out,
1: and it fucking your your whole stomach just cramps up, and it feels awful. The whole thing. Oh my god. I'm actually pretty healthy right this minute, reasonably hydrated, and I, you know, I try to throw a salad in there a couple of times Oh, don't say that. I know, but don't say
0: that. Oh my god. No, I, I, I like salad, but I don't like the idea of salad a lot of the time, especially when I'm going out. I'm like, I'm just paying for leaves, baby. (laughs) Just paying for leaves. Should I just go out and eat the grass? I don't know. I make really junky
1: salads, and the Ooh. more nonsense you toss in there, the way better it is. And I like a lot of different, like, I'll put a bunch of different lettuces, but then if you've got a bunch of lettuces, you've got to put a bunch of crap in there to make
0: them all good. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really like ranch because I'm disgusting.
1: That's that's a hard one for me. Ranch is not my go-to. What's your
0: go-to dressing?
1: Oh, any vinaigrette. I oh, love okay. vinaigrette. I love... Balsamic? Yes.
0: Fuck. I love balsamic vinegar. I could live on that shit if it was possible.
1: I really am a vinegar person. Like, I love pickles. Oh, love, yeah. Yeah. Barbecue sauce, ketchup, all of that. Do
0: you like other, that's like, awesome. fermented foods like kimchi and stuff?
1: Not as much, but my... How about sauerkraut? Oh, eh, kind of. Sometimes. It depends. Like, I get in a crowdy mood, you know? Like, it can happen.
0: <laughs> That's, that sounds a little too close. Like, you might be a proud boy. Oh, just oh, be a little well, crowdy. I, I,
1: just in the mouth. No, okay. Not, <laughs> not even as a joke would I blow a proud <laughs> boy. Uh,
0: right? Dude,
1: I had to do comedy for one or the other, or for, like, a four or five of them that were in the crowd. Where? Staten, Oregon.
0: We where's went, Staten.
1: it's uh like 30 miles outside of it's like
0: did you keep Staten. your mask on the whole I time and like did uh, you wear like a whole body
1: hazmat suit formando santoyo and i are like huddled in the corner with our masks on while all these like
0: people are milling around I cooking their coven
1: tactical gear in the oh bar like two days before christmas why do you need to open carry fucking it's a brew house. it's a brew house like what are you doing
0: Gun culture is so fascinating to me because I grew up with more guns in my house than most people I know.
1: Yeah.
0: But I never wanted to play with them. I never thought they were a toy. My dad didn't treat them like collectibles. They were tools to hunt so we had fucking food on the table.
1: My stepdad's a hunter. He like that's his thing. They go elk hunting, they go deer hunting. And go, elk is
0: delicious. It
1: is. So is fucking fantastic. good. I eat a lot of game. I'm a cook. I eat a lot of everything. <laughs> but you know, my I don't mind that at all. I have a problem with like my brother, for example, who's a complete idiot even though he might have a lot of education. But he has two AR15s for example. He has zero military training, and he just owns these, and they just allow him to. And in my opinion, he should not have them. And I don't know a lot about this world, but I do know my brother.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: no, like, I don't know about gun laws and restrictions and magazine capacities, but I do know my brother and he should not be allowed to decide whether someone lives or dies.
0: Do you have screenshots of problematic things that he has said that indicate his violent behavior in case she yeah, hits I the feel fan? like
1: his court record should
0: Okay, good. So my friend, uh, he has a roommate who, um, has really been radicalized like QAnon style mm. or at least eight Chan style <laughs> in the last like six months. Well, his mom passed away too. And I'm, I mean, this is not me excusing these attitudes, but, like, he's coming out with all these conspiracies that, like, the Jews made the vaccine, and they're, and that that's gonna kill it the you, Germans, actually, and that, that came out with it first. yeah, and then that race mixing is bad, and there shouldn't be interracial marriages, stuff like that, and I was like, so have you ever thought to, like, report him? He's like, I honestly don't think he's violent at this point, but I have a ton of saved up documentation of all of this stuff, because he said that his, his roommate wants to run for office at some point, and I was like, Oh you're do- I was like I think I said I was like you're doing the lord's work and I don't even I'm not even religious but I do really like that phrase where it's like you are doing the hard work yeah. In case the shit has a fan. Because it sounds like there's not much you can do unless there's actual discussions of incitement to violence.
1: Absolutely. I do think that we are, like, on the cusp of watching the American fascist dictator rise to power. And we're all just, like, kind of wondering who it's going to be. Like, that's, yeah, that's, no. Uh,
0: it's definitely a who's who, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's,
1: um, it's terrifying out there right
0: now. So. How wild that Pence was literally a barrier to the, the, to the attempted coup. That's insanity. How wild that a man who can't be in a room with another woman alone I'm scarier than those big old bombs <laughs> right <laughs> that's holy shit. Sorry, I'm going back to poop because oh, I'm a good. turd. Poop and pee. Yeah. Well, what's what's peeing like for you? Do you have incontinence issues
1: like me? I uh, I um I had Becky when I was 17, so like ever since then, I like if I sneeze too hard, laugh too or hard, cough too hard, it doesn't usually happen with laughter, but it does with like coughing or sneezing where I'm like hitting it really hard. Uh, okay, I'll get a drop or two, and that sucks. Or um on acid, if I laugh too hard on acid, I will piss myself just flat. It. Just and I don't even know it happens. It's just so. So now I know that when I take acid, I'm like going to have to like watch to make sure my bladder is empty because I take a lot of hits. I'm this not is really no. This is so mind. funny and this is
0: so great. This is so great because <laughs> you've probably heard me tell the story about when I pissed myself on acid. Mm. You pissed your Oh my you remember, God. you remember that tall guy I was dating? Yeah. Uh, he him and I took. So uh, it was mushrooms. Uh, Correct, it was mushrooms. Okay. So it's very similar for me. So I was on mushrooms and we, these visuals were nuts. Yeah. Like, I was seeing them when my eyes were closed. Yeah, that's, that's how, how good these spinners. were. So these were really good. Like, I was seeing fractals. Yeah. Just fractals upon fractals. I also saw Harajuku girls at one point. And I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, I know this is not possible, but it is happening. So here we are. And we're walking down through the trail. We're starting to come down. And I just like say to Andrew, I'm like, hey, I think I need to pee. And he's just like. Oh, well, well then we should get off trail so you go pee. I'm like, no, I'm peeing. <laughs> like, as soon as I said I needed to pee, it just, just let go. Just let go. Luckily, I had, like, a flannel, like, a tire on my waist, and we just kept walking. But, like, I kept thinking I hallucinated peeing myself. So I would just... Between the check and be like, oh no, it's still wet. I definitely peed myself. Yeah. I definitely peed myself.
1: It's you're not in your right mind, and the physical isn't necessarily important. At it's that hard point. to gauge the sensations.
0: Like, yeah, you don't sure. feel sensations the same way. Like, I may have enjoyed tactile sensations with my partner, but I didn't feel it in a sexual way. Yeah, like, no, for sure. It's hard to feel bonery uh, with that. I've
1: never been able to bone on mushrooms, like, at all. Like- you're just like, no! All of the sensations feel good, but they don't feel sexy and they're not arousing in any way, you know?
0: I kind of like that, though, almost.
1: I'm a big touch person when it doesn't have to lead somewhere. I think I've been over-sexualized. What? I know. Wait, are you
0: saying... Are, are you saying <laughs> that fat brown women's bodies have been over-sexualized I in our culture? am. Anytime a girl has breasts yeah it that's rude be, that's just rude you did that that was your yeah, fault that was your fault it, it
1: seems to be difficult <laughs> for men to pay attention after that i don't know it's been a long time since i didn't have breasts you know because i'm a chubby girl yeah so like fourth grade i started wearing a bra and it's been oh stupid was, it was stupid before that because i got the bra because the guys in fourth grade were, we're like, being gross and see weird Your nipples and i'm like why are you looking at my nipples your math homework yeah <laughs> so yeah um <laughs> it's been difficult.
0: <laughs> I can't... I took a pretty long time for me to start having a lot of those curves. Yeah. And then it tended to be that the people who were interested in me were too old. Oh, yeah. I definitely got a lot of that, where, like, they could tell that I was too awkward for the kids around me, but they could, like... But, like, luckily... I was completely oblivious to all of that happening. and mostly didn't take the bait. And I think I knew enough about how creepy dudes were on the internet to know, like, I just don't need to talk to you anymore. I could just avoid you. I don't think that's as easy now, unfortunately.
1: No, I, it's a different world altogether with the internet. Like, I've made Becky unfriend people before, on friend from You're Twitter like, yeah, so I don't think this is a good idea. I had an ex-boyfriend who kept being like, hey, let's go out. I'll take you to a movie, whatever. And he's like, your mom doesn't have to know because he had asked me and I said, No, I because holy shit and I came home one time and she was like 11 and they were just hanging out. But like they were in my bed with the covers up watching TV and they weren't doing anything. They were on other sides of the bed. But it was enough. It was just too much. It was enough. After our history, because, you know, my daughter has been through an assault before when she was much younger. (sighs) So... I am kind of hyper vigilant towards anything that might even seem like she could be, you know, I just...
0: You don't want to inter- introduce that ambiguity to no, the situation. absolutely.
1: And I was dating him, and he was 42 or something. I just felt, it felt so uncomfortable to me.
0: Don't like, like this guy.
1: It was, yeah, it was one of the reasons that we eventually ended up breaking up. And then he was, he had gone off to Hawaii, and he'd made this friend, at, she was 19, and they used to just hang out a lot. And I just didn't understand this relationship he had with this 19-year-old.
0: yeah. I, I think it's completely fair to view that as a red flag. I I'm on TikTok a lot <laughs> and there's a woman I follow who talks. She was groomed, was impregnated by a family member. Yeah, And that's... to me, I'll put a trigger warning in this episode. I just realized I should. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was wild. It's wild because like people always say like, Oh, well, because of your past, you're just way too paying attention to this. And it's like, wouldn't you rather someone be cautious than let there be the opportunity for your child to have their sexual identity tampered with before they're ready to engage with it? Absolutely. It's one of those
1: things where, like, because of what we've been through, yeah, I might be hypervigilant, but it's much better than having anything like that happen ever again.
0: And it's not not like you were harassing that man and calling him out and putting him up because you saw something questionable. You just removed your daughter from the situation. You removed the contact between the two of them. I initially I had just let it go, and like when we broke up, I let them stay friends on Facebook,
1: thinking it would be not, not a big deal. But then he asked me, he's like, hey, yeah, out to oh, a movie, and I was like, I'm really uncomfortable with that. I would appreciate it if you would not do that, actually. So then he approached her, he DM'd her, and he was like, Hey, let me pick you up, and we'll go out and hang out. Your mom doesn't have to know. And my daughter is my daughter, so old, she
0: knew that was a fucked up thing to she's say. Like,
1: Mom, he just texted me, and I was like, What the? And then I was like friend and she's like I already blocked
0: him. Well, and that and that's something interesting cuz like him asking you that, mm-hmm. that still is kind of above board in my opinion cuz at least he was asking you. But as soon as it became, oh, yeah. "Hey, your mom doesn't need to know. Let's hang out." That's when I it, that's what makes me uncomfortable. Well, yeah, and she was
1: like I'm sorry. She's 11. I do have to know. Yeah, you do have to know. I don't know what to tell you.
0: She's still your daughter. Yeah, I do.
1: If she's going out with anyone to a movie at 11 years old, I need (sighs) to know because I'm legally responsible for that child. She's a minor.
0: Oh my God.
1: 11 is so little. Like I have a 10 year old He's so young. He's going to be 11 in February.
0: He's a great kid too. Oh my God. That day he came over and I watched him. I think you did a show or something. It was so fun. He was so fun to just hang out with.
1: Right. He's a great artist too. He always blows me away. And I got so lucky. My kids are so
0: great. I'm kind of wondering though, if is your son cooler than Sienna's kid? I'm just gonna say because Sienna's kid's pretty rad too. Sienna's
1: kid's gonna be cooler, but got a charm. Well, he's
0: no, dead. they're both charming. They're both charming
1: uh sienna's boy his dad is the lead singer of
0: a punk rock band yeah so i'm sorry i think really hard like uh, dad is a scientist you know that's not his goal it'll be a different kind of cool yeah you're we're nerdy your son's gonna be be like the hot nerd in the boy band yeah and then uh sienna's kiddo is gonna be the bad boy yeah
1: too
0: sexy. You know? <laughs> He's going to be the Aaron Carter. Just kidding. That would be really depressing because Aaron Carter's life spiraled out of control very badly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what in control life looks like, honestly. Like, it's... My mother did all the right things and her life's a mess. And I did all the wrong things and my life's a mess. But I don't know. I don't think there's a right way to do it.
0: Oh, I, I think you're definitely right on that. Like, I... <sighs> I have six older siblings, so that means I had six extra opinions about what I should do with my life. <laughs> and then every time they got married, that meant another opinion got added. Oh, excellent. And, like, being the youngest and genuinely wanting to be close to and impress and please the people around me.
1: Absolutely. Those,
0: he- those voices are all still living in here. I like, couldn't handle All it. of them.
1: My first job out of college, I had 11 bosses. And that's...
0: Oh, my God. It's the office space right there.
1: I was a night... Well, I was working for the city of Albuquerque, and I'm a graphic designer, so I would have, like, a five-inch by three-and-a-half-inch ad space, and 11 people would have to sign off on it. It'd get seven or eight logos, three or four lines of boilerplate, like, and then the information and a visual... And I had to put the seal of the city with Martin J. Chavez, who was the mayor at the Times mm-hmm. name on it, but you had to be careful about where you placed it, because I straight got a call from his office one time. You I put, put it in the wrong spot. I put it too close to the rhinoceros's ass. Am I making a political comment? Yes, absolutely. I wasn't Absolutely. But yes, I am now. Absolutely. That is
0: one hundred percent what I'm doing. Yes. There was a comic I used to work with back in uh Missoula who would make his own posters. And you know, you know the, the make your own poster kind of people I do. who clearly <laughs> don't one time I sent one of his posters to my friend who does graphic design. She's like, It's not even centered. <laughs> but like But then there's also the, he, so he would always name things after his name, like such and such tour or have like his face on it pretty big, you know, stuff like that, which whatever. You love it
1: when the host's face is this
0: big. (laughs) This one I will name drop. There's a comic who started at a billing since it was Lucas Seeley. Okay. You've seen me shit talk him on Facebook before. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in Seattle are not impressed with him either. His posters when he does shows in Montana, where he's not even performing, he's just producing it. He still puts his name on the poster, that's in like his face on the poster. Like his face is still on the fucking poster Produced by this guy. Yes, that's amazing. I didn't know you could do that. Oh, I mean. you, the audacity of men in general. I just had that. something to do with. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of now when you make stuff for me, graphic designer, kind of want you to be like this graphic. Thing, <laughs> Jane Malone on it, Jane Malone graphics on, on everything. Yeah, the, actually, the middle is just that, and then all the information about the show is just around it. But like in like the Santa Claus where it's tiny, tiny font wrapped around all the oh, way. Oh, <laughs> I mean that mess. might be more legible than some posters. <laughs> see? I
1: see. All I want <laughs> is for you to make a poster with the date time place that it's happening and if you could put comedy somewhere on that that could help If if they're not like known comics if they're not like amy schumer then people aren't gonna know that your friend dale does comedy you're gonna have to put comedy on it somewhere otherwise it looks weird
0: yeah yeah no it, it has to be clear what the event is going to be and sometimes the name of your show will give that indication like comic strip you would think there are comedians, get of course. Right in there. You know? I will like, say I think some people think that show is strippers just telling jokes, and then they are very disappointed when it's just us up there naked. Yeah, I can see that though. And it's like, sorry, this is not a stripper's body. <laughs> I mean, maybe I ate two or three. I think you're a stripper's <laughs> body because, like, I have stripped. Exactly. Exactly. I think, I think we, if we removed a lot of those standards we were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. people could be more honest about what they find attractive.
1: The problem for me is that I have like, I don't have. Self- I don't have self-esteem. I
0: don't have this shelving how did we, self-esteem. How on. did we develop self-esteem when so much of what we were supposed to be proud of is what we could accomplish later
1: on? Oh, see, and it wasn't even about that for me. My dad has never found me sexually attractive, and that has been a problem my whole life. Does he say that to All you? All the time. Not now, obviously. So, like, what would he say? You would be so beautiful if you were thin. Do you know how <sighs> men would react if you were thin? You could have the whole world if you were thin. Ugh, don't eat that. You'll be like your sister.
0: I want to punch him in the face so hard. Uh,
1: it's, I know it's I not worth too. it. You can have her. I don't want her. She's too fat for me. He, he calls, would sing that around- all the time. He called my mo- He calls my stepmother Porkisha to this day. Porkisha. She's not even fat. She's like buck 25. That woman is not a fat woman. I used to call her a refrigerator with a head. Because
0: she, I hate her. <laughs> you know that she probably weighs like 50 pounds less than me at this point?
1: That's incredible. You look like a buck 25. Everybody looks so small to me.
0: To be fair, everything I wear is very loosey-goosey, and I am just small. I'm just a short, tiny person.
1: So I am about 290 right now, which is huge for me. I usually rest about 250, but the pandemic, I I have to run. I have hyperlipidemia, so if I don't run, I just keep the weight on, and Mm -hmm. I... Because of the hyperlipidemia, I also have, it, it's a blood condition that kind of also like it affects my heart because of the yeah. buildup of fat. So I have like heart issues as long. Uh, so I haven't been going to the gym because I didn't want to catch COVID because I didn't want to-
0: die oh wow wow so, wow so you're just letting a disease control your I'm life yeah. either way it doesn't matter which way i go a disease is controlling my life <laughs> you know,
1: it's, i'm a very talented pilot in my opinion if i had a ship that worked i would do amazing things this thing does not fly right it doesn't fly anyway it's fine
0: well here's a question do you feel comfortable in your body i'm not talking about the way other people perceive it but like you yourself, does For it, people. is it hurt? Is it? It's a little,
1: it is. It's a little big, a little uncomfortable sometimes, but the the main problem is that I don't need a lot of it. Like if you could cut me off at the armpits and I was just this part of my <laughs> body, this is all I need. You know, like the rest of me doesn't really do much. I just make art,
0: you know? So, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, just give me this part. This yeah, is all I'm really using. This Th- so that's that how so I feel on stage about my body is that I don't want people to be even thinking about it. So like, for a long time, and I still really don't, I don't wear super feminine clothing. I don't typically wear things that are super form-fitting. If they are, they are be more masculine looking. Because it's like, I just don't even want that to enter into the conversation. But do you feel like some of the discomfort you experience is because the world just is intentionally not built for you because for of sure. fat
1: phobia? Absolutely. Not only, I mean, literally not built for me. Airline seats are smaller. The toilet in an airline is just not a possibility for me. I'm just too big oh to be God. in there and pee. So, train bathrooms,
0: though, uh, they are fucking huge. Are they? I took the train this summer to Montana, and I was like, you could put a bed in here. Yes, that's so my train. So, train travel. Highly right. recommend train travel. Absolutely. And but you can yes. get a sleeper car.
1: <laughs> oh, see that? I don't even care where we go. Actually, I do. Out of America would be the best. <laughs> ideally.
0: Ideally. But Canada, they're pretty uptight. They're awesome. And, I hate and the they same. have a lot of white supremacists.
1: There we are. They have the same colony colonization, fucking, like, the overarching white supremacy issues that we have it's a lot of you know the the genocide of the indigenous people is a big deal to me
0: i can't imagine why i
1: know i and people find this shocking but mexicans actually are an indigenous culture to america so that makes us native to america native americans in in a way in a sense if you're labeling things, so uh, <laughs> which drives me crazy because my dad hates us. Um, he's really
0: oh god. So so he's he's the Mexican version of the black white black blind white supremacist. Exactly. from... Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Even though he's not blind, he technically should be able to see this.
1: Well, he thinks that if he works hard enough and he makes enough money, they're going to let him in the country club. Like, he'll legally be able to buy his whiteness, which so, and happened I happened mean, historically. Well, that's
0: happened with a lot of other groups, because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Irish didn't used to be white, Italians didn't used to be white, a lot of Eastern Europeans didn't used to be white. Yeah. So, I, I it's a- really fascinating to think that that the minor, like, minority groups and people like your dad still think that they can work within the system and get better.
1: So I've grown up in this system. I'm a I'm a half Mexican, half white. My mom is Welsh person. And I'm so sorry. It's just we
0: thought she was Belgian. <laughs>
1: we took one of those 22 and me or whatever, and now she's Welsh. That's Do you fine.
0: burn in the sun? Not even a little. I'm brown. So okay. So at least you didn't get that part of <laughs> being. So I'm Scotch Irish oh, partially, yeah. and so that is why I'm translucent and just burst into flames in the sun. No,
1: absolutely. Yeah. No. So I grew up a, a half whatever in this society. And I, in because people say that I'm white passing and I sound like a white girl, you know, because I grew up now and I don't you, have Yeah. It, you North grew End up in America. Act, so, yeah. I think for me anyway, being white is kind of, there's like a sliding scale. And so white is only really white. If it'll keep you out of a concentration camp, you know, like mm-hmm. my white's not going to keep me out of a concentration camp absolutely so like absolutely there we are it's a yeah it's it's hard to say exactly what counts as white anymore but i know that i don't i know that if they put me next to a white girl there's one of us that's definitely browner
0: yeah Yeah. uh um you've heard of the turner diaries i'm assuming, Mm -hmm. assuming right I, I haven't read them myself, but I have watched like a YouTuber basically tell you the whole plot and discuss it because I don't think I could read it myself. I don't think I emotionally could handle reading that much hate in one space.
1: I I don't know. I've,
0: I but it's supposed to be like kind of utopian for fascism. Yeah, and they're still killing people. They're still deciding who doesn't fit. They're still committing mass murder. And this is the end. This is what you yeah, this want. Is the end
1: result. They're still. And so
0: it's like. Your white supremacy, white supremacy is going to keep on making that hole smaller. They're going to keep moving the goalposts, keep moving the goalposts. Just wait till you don't go anywhere. Just wait till the Proud Boys realize they don't need to have any black and brown members to legitimize the fact that they're not a hate group.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, I think they, and, just from a biological standpoint, it's not a great idea. You can see, I mean, with any royal lineage, just go ahead and look at what happens if you compress the gene pool to only those that you deem acceptable, it Mm -hmm. becomes really difficult really quickly to continue the human species in any viable stance, you know, like,
0: well, and I also wonder with that, too, like, there's got to be a lot of infidelity that was happening in those lines. And also, they talk about the fact that when you get a certain amount of money and there's so little stressors in your life of like, like, or people challenging you, mm-hmm. you start to degrade mentally. Absolutely. Like that is what's happening with men like Trump and other politicians. The less people around you saying no and the less people that you have to accommodate in your day to day, your brain literally like starts to melt. Yep. And so not, and so like not to delegitimize it. I think race mixing is cool. Listen, that's what <laughs> just quote me right now into it. Okay. I think it's
1: beautiful. <laughs> I, as as a half-breed, I'm going to say on behalf of all of us, I think we're beautiful.
0: And I, as a three-quarter French person, that I'm sorry you have to look at me. Like, no one, <laughs> no one I did not ask to be here. I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I also did not ask for this. It's been a lot.
1: <laughs> I feel like we should get, like, free sandwiches or something, just for trying. Jesus just Christ. Just existing? Yeah. I'd um, be broke tomorrow if I, but I I want the opposite of what they're like in Don't Look Up, where they're like, They want to go to this new utopia on Mars with new stuff, and they're going to, like, recolonize it and make it fantastic. Like, this is, like, Elon Musk's idea is that he's going to take us all to Mars. Yeah, yeah. And, like, we're going to have a utopia up there, except for you and I are just going to be, like, cleaning a Burger King on Mars. You know that, right? Like, he's not got a great idea for you and me. I
0: think it's really fascinating that he thinks we will be able to get, survive space travel for that far. Well, then... Like, that's one of my things, and that we'll be able to survive that much exposure to weightlessness.
1: About... 40 or 50% of us will die just in the flight. Like there'd be very low yield. And the people that they're taking are not the best and brightest, let's say, you know, I mean, maybe they won capitalism, but I don't know necessarily that that's the measure by which your humanity should be judged.
0: You know, that a dude once told me, cause I was saying how like fortune 500 companies is, you know, mostly men, it's mm-hmm. not women. And he's like, well that maybe that's just because men are better at it. And I'm just like, And my brain exploded and leaked
1: out my ear. And it's like. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that women couldn't have a credit card in their names until 1975, right? Right?
0: My mom got married before she could get a fucking credit card.
1: When my mom got divorced from my dad, she had to get him to sign her first, for her first credit card.
0: Can you imagine? Okay,
1: so it was 19. No, it wasn't. It was 2011 when I had, right? 2011. My boyfriend at the time had to sign off for me to get my tubal ligation we're not even married oh my god i was 31 years old why on earth would he have anything to say about whether or not i have any more children we're not married but he had to sign off on it
0: i saw something the other day and the woman was talking about how she had four children already by the age of 24 And the last three were all ones that she conceived while on birth control. Yeah. And so she had all the necessary paperwork. She had the signature from her husband. She had all of that. But the doctor still said, I don't like to let women make these decisions when they're so hormonal. Meaning at post delivery or whatever. Even though she had put all that paperwork in ahead of time. Mm -hmm. All of that paperwork. That shouldn't have happened in the first place. And like, I really hate that we have this paternalistic, like, oh, well, what if you regret it? What if I regret that I had McDonald's
1: yesterday? Right? My dad had a vasectomy, and he regretted it. After my, he had a vasectomy when he was with my mother because they had their two children. It sounds like he
0: should have he one. Let's be honest. Had two secret children,
1: but he they had their children. He wasn't going to have any more, so he had a vasectomy. And the doctor was like, "You have to be really careful when you do this, Dan, because we cannot reverse it." Well, he and Which my is mom not true. divorced, and freaking, he married Alexa, and Alexa wanted a baby. And my dad went back to dude, and he's like, "Can you reverse this?" And he's like, "Dan, I told you when we did this that I was going to make it, so you could not reverse it, and you were all for it. I cannot reverse this."
0: So, was that back at that point they couldn't make a reversible? Because from my understanding, they're pretty reversible. It
1: depends on the scenario.
0: Maybe your dad's got a weird dunk.
1: Right? I have no idea. I'm so excited I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I'm so excited I don't know anything about my dad's dick. Woo! Woo! Um, I was in there at one point, and that's the last I remember. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Good. Yeah.
1: Um, But, yeah, I mean, it is possible for men to regret decisions as well.
0: I don't understand what. Yeah, so why? So why aren't they signing paperwork? Why aren't they getting having to get approval from their wives? Like, off? why did any of that? Why did any of that have to happen? Yeah, it's it's very baffling to me. I think that I'm smarter and more capable than
1: most of the men that I know. Unfortunately, I wish
0: that wasn't the truth, but I do feel that that's just, yeah,
1: it is. I'm sorry, and I feel like you know I don't feel like they should be able to manage a
0: Taco Bell with impunity. But whatever, it's fine. That's yeah. going to be the hardest part of uh, the de- degradation of civilization that's coming. Because what what am I going to do without Taco Bell? <laughs> I uh,
1: I don't mind that so much.
0: Oh, I think about that all the time. Where we, like, have all of these ways <laughs> to make things better. And all of these things that we could be doing that are useless but not hurtful. Right. But what we end up doing is hurtle- hurtful and useless things.
1: Yeah, intentionally.
0: Harriet. She's, she's, she's in the... <laughs> living room she's tired of my shit uh also i wanted to point out the reason i was making an ugly face earlier this is a sweater i got for christmas that has buttons down the back why would it have buttons down the back i i do like the sweater it's a cool sweater but it However, does have buttons down the back that don't button these are just they're show cosmetic. Buttons. okay and my hair got stuck like in them. the top button I just that was why I knew what you were talking about earlier but I was just like oh god oh god I hope this isn't bad oh this isn't bad but I, I just have, wanted to share that with well, you I have
1: fucking stupid neck tags and my hair gets caught around oh, them. oh I, and I hate them I want to cut them off but it's ridiculously expensive
0: I'm getting them on, on my eyelids yeah I've got little skin tags on my eyelids oh, that's really my mom's got one on a mole on her eyelash line I think she got it removed but I imagine I'll probably get one too just gonna get all bumpy.
1: Yeah. It's weird as you do like I'm scaly and bumpy now, I'm drier. My, my shins
0: are much drier, but not my not that. Any tight ty- yeah, anytime you wear tight pants and you take them off, you're like my skin can breathe again. Right. It's weird. I feel the
1: same as I always have, you know. I still feel sixteen. I just you know, I'm old now.
0: I feel like I feel like I have a lot more pain in my body that has built up over time from me not addressing issues when I should have. Absolutely. So I have a lot of that. So that's why I don't feel 16. (laughs) But when it comes to my emotional regulation (laughs) and my grasp of reality, we are way back to 16. All right. I still,
1: uh, I still get that huge swell of like love for people when I see people that I love. My heart still skips, might still get butterflies, like it's still magic. I don't know, I, I get big reactions. I'm an artist and very sensitive.
0: So, based on your emotional uh, conversation we're having, do you have any diagnoses? <laughs> for you? <laughs> no, 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 I mean, cause like, I feel like a lot of my emotionality was a re- reaction to a lot of my ADHD symptoms. Oh, okay, I know,
1: absolutely. I know that there is a situation.
0: Listen, I know there's something going on, but I do not like to put labels on it. I'm against labels. I uh,
1: I went to a therapist briefly when I was 16, and they were like, oh, you're bipolar. But that was 1995. And I yeah. want you to know that that may not be accurate.
0: No, I think that is 100% something that needs to be investigated yeah. and that does not speak for anything at this point.
1: Right? Like, And she she saw me like three times. and I Oh, my. Right? And are I, you... Yeah, I used to tell her, MJ, you're so full of shit, because her name was MJ. so you're full of shit. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. And I hated her so much. I don't think that's true. I know that there's something wrong, because I'm definitely not normal. I have a hard time fitting into a like a typical society, like nine to five jobs are something yeah. for me. I have a hard time respecting authority when I don't understand or don't respect the the thing that we're doing, or if there's an easier or better way, I have a hard time not saying that.
0: You were the kid in school was like, but why would I show my work? I got the right answer. Yeah,
1: no, the answer is 6.8. How do I show you what I did in my head to get there? You know? I really
0: liked, um, I really liked geometry because you were required to show your work and it was like, look
1: at what I figured out. Right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was that kid. I loved, I loved geometry because you got to draw all the cool stuff. <laughs> oh, I
0: fucking I mean, from a, from a visual perspective and an art perspective, yeah. I loved geometry. When they'd learn when I learned how to draw in perspective, mm-hmm. like one point and two point, I like shit my pants. I was like, this is the fucking coolest thing I've ever it seen.
1: Is. It's a fucking game changer knowing that the horizon line hits at the fucking eye all the time. There's like, it's just little stupid drawing rules that I remember learning and just my whole insides just blowing up you know it that's was, so
0: cool love it.
1: so yeah I mean I I'm a good student I love to learn I'm a lifelong learner I take a lot of like self-directed learning classes even now but I think that's where I'm strongest is when you leave me alone and give me an end like this is what we need at this point do the thing And then I'm good at it. You know, I can I can do the whole like how are group projects a nightmare. Yeah. Unless I can talk you guys into just doing the presentation part and then I'll do all the back work and do all the visual aids. And all you have to do is come up with a script and like look pretty. And then usually that's enough work for them. And then I can do the stuff. you know. Oh, yeah.
0: You want to be left alone.
1: I do. And I want to do all the back end work so that I know it's right.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah,
1: especially if there's measuring or math or any kind of conversion that needs to be made. I have to do it because I can't. You don't trust anyone else? I don't. I'm sorry. Everyone's (laughs) fucking stupid. She's a monster, guys. I I am. I'm very difficult to work with, but I'm great to work for, you know? Like, I know exactly what I want you to do. Here's the thing. Go do the thing. And I'm not a micromanager at all. Like, I I expect you to fucking grown person you can get to x you You shouldn't
0: trust me i'm just gonna say that (laughs) i I think being the youngest of seven i definitely did learn a level of weaponized incompetence but i think that was more a response to like i do need help with a lot of things because i'm still a child uh and i'm sorry that you as a 14 year old have been parentified and have to show me how to do it but i would like some help my parents just didn't want to help anymore because they're like you're the seventh kid we're tired and i'm like that's not my fault
1: supposed to have that many no one's stuff. supposed to have that many kids you can't have nobody's supposed to have that many, many kids in my opinion i'm sure that you have a
0: good relationship with your parents. i think i have a good enough relationship with the seventh <laughs> of their attention that i they can spare you know out of their children like the older i get the more i realize that a lot of their failings were because they had too many kids and no one knew what no one knows what they're doing yeah, like no, it, it is silly to think that anyone knows but i will say that i don't think there was The, like, targeted maliciousness that I see from some kids, like, the way some people talk about their parents. And it's so hard for me to believe that that's not intentional.
1: I know for a fact that my dad bullied me thinking that if if he just bullied me hard enough that I would lose weight. And what That's, he did was he gave everybody wild. in the house an eating disorder. Like my sister went got malnourished and she is in the hospital and I got anorexia. Oh my my mom like he just gave everybody an eating disorder.
0: Whereas if he Did had, he have an eating disorder too? did you sure? Say?
1: Probably. And probably he pro- he's very compulsive or at least he's-
0: disordered eating
1: something's wrong with him for sure he's very narcissistic and he goes through cycles like it used to be his gym cycle and then jesus and then women and then gym and then jesus and then women and then you could always tell that you was,
0: think it would go jesus gym women it was when you it was, think the women would follow the gym he would see the woman that he wanted and then he'd
1: get like
0: oh and then um, then then you yeah ugh. then he'd
1: repent i guess and go back to jesus and then he'd find one and then he just hit the gym and he'd start getting and then he i mean my dad's a charming funny socially animated person he's very articulate he's a very smart man he's not bad looking like he does well with women he pulls yeah he made good money you know he was making like five hundred thousand dollars a year in the 80s and then you know, with what it is now, they don't have much money left.
0: I can't even think of how much that, what that looks like. I know, like
1: right? 500- I get excited when I've got more than a couple of grand in the bank. I'm like, holy shit, 2,800. We are falling. Oh, yeah. Do you know? I get two months rent with two kids. If I got two months of bills in the bank, I'm like, fuck yes. But it's always like we get two months of bills and then something
0: happens. Yeah, something and happens. Like, something happens. Fucking Sammy, my cat, my cat. Fucking she, Sammy. Hold on, Sammy. can we address what Sammy did to me? I mean, I feel like, why would I be here if we weren't going to talk about right? it? Right, I totally, I just remembered. Yeah. So I went to say with you, that was like 2018 probably? Yeah, uh, yeah. living in Eugene. And it was actually probably around this time of year, and I stayed with you that night, and I slept on your son's bed because mm-hmm. he went to do your bed with you. And I thought Sammy and I were on good terms. I thought you guys were cool. He seemed like he had been on your lap earlier. He life, was really guys. sweet. Right. We were kikiing, as the kids say. Right. And then I wake up, and there's fucking turds on the foot of the bed where my feet are. He the cat pooped, pooped on you. me. He did it. <laughs> he pooped on you. Uh, and like I think you felt bad But I was like This is just funny And he's making it very clear He did not want me To stay the night He
1: was being a little shit And he should have gone outside He knows better Oh my uh, god It was so
0: funny It was so funny I love so having rude. those stories though Cause like Remember when your cat pooped on me? I do, I do remember <laughs> that Good cat uh no
1: okay so he got dehydrated he's 18 he just turned 18
0: which is amazing oh my gosh he can vote now i know i got him
1: cigarettes and he so that's how biden got
0: elected huh
1: yeah he can finally buy his own porn which is really nice Nice, because you were getting over it you
0: over it i was like you're tired of pussy pals (laughs) you know
1: right so yeah, so he decided to stop drinking. I guess. He oh no! Yeah, so he got really dehydrated. We had to take him into the vet because he was doing stomach cramp things that were really terrifying. No, he just was dehydrated. She gave him a bag of uh, fluid. Fluids. Yeah, yeah six hundred dollars worth of fluids.
0: Oh my god!
1: Right, and like, so that's cool, but that's my car payment, our Wi-Fi. You know, like that's right. Yeah, our rent rate now is two grand. I, How many remember? rooms? Three bedrooms two grand and we're not even in portland like it's fucking crazy our rent's
0: going up 140 in march i
1: can't i can't afford it anymore we are literally gonna have to live in the toyota if it keeps going up
0: oh burn it all to the ground we should i think they you
1: know it's collapsed enough we could start over again
0: yeah I do like the end of the episodes with um something you wanna talk shit about. Okay. It can be a person, place, thing, concept, anything. You can talk shit on whatever you want. Okay. So what what's something you I mean, we've been talking shit this whole episode. I feel
1: like mostly my, my whole life right now is kind of like <laughs> an ode to how much men suck, and so I feel bad about that. <sighs> kind of. Are you talking shit on your men hating? I am. I'm talking shit about my because I do love you have to know. It's one of those things where it's like, you gotta be undeniable, kid. And that's like kind of my like relationship with penises right now. They are yeah. undeniable. Like I would never date a man. But penises are so good. Like, yeah. I'm freaking man, I hate. So it's really it's it's not as bad as it seems. <laughs> I really like you guys deep down. I'm just pissing.
0: No, that's I think that's completely fair. And I mean I know as a white woman, I get really sensitive when I hear people's complaints about white women. And I think you need to sit in that discomfort Mm -hmm. to learn. Because, like, especially, like, when the abortion or, like, that whole thing went through. That was hard for me. It was really hard for me because, like, I spend a lot of time on TikTok and I do try really hard to follow a lot of... Uh, people of color like b- black indigenous people of color because i think that's more important i don't get enough of that perspective especially living in fucking portland oregon Absolutely. and to hear a lot of especially the femme creators talk about how white women are the big problem when it comes to the abortion situation mm-hmm. and like it hurt me because i'm like i'm not the one doing that but That doesn't change the fact that white women collectively are a part of the problem because they're still supporting the white men in their lives.
1: Absolutely. My mother's married to a Nazi and there's nothing I can do about it. Like, she's been married to him for 20-something years. So I got, one time we were arguing and I was like, so are you just a straight out Nazi now? And he's like, no, of course not. I was like, but you're a white supremacist. He's like, no, I just believe in preserving white culture. And I was like, do you understand what you're saying, though? What's
0: to preserve?
1: Yogurt. Is the only white culture. Which
0: is funny, because yogurt isn't even white. I mean, we whiteified <laughs> it, but I'm pretty sure it's from, like, the Middle East yeah. or, like, East Asia. Like, yeah. it's definitely itself not. Yogurt is not, but, like, yeah. it's
1: colored white. And that's the only white culture. Everything else is fucking racism, dude. It's hard for me to watch my gorgeous white mother, who I love very, very much, do things that are just racist. Like, they just are. I wish that they weren't, but she votes for people that, that are racist i mean she didn't vote for trump the second time which was amazing and she says she didn't the first time but i don't know that
0: It's have a I hard time it. believing her
1: i want to believe her i want to i'm half mexican i thought she was down right
0: after kids trump can't won, be friends with their parents okay
1: <laughs> if we can, after one i was upset right because i'm brown and so like i was crying and very upset and she just said i just wish i'd had you with my first husband because he was white and then this wouldn't be a problem and I was like, Mom, you can't say stuff like that to me because it makes me feel like you don't understand any. Yeah. and it,
0: <sighs> it makes you think that you just want that problem to not be that close to you versus address the problem because it is close to you. Absolutely. And I get it. There are some things I really wish that I hadn't done because of how they affect me. Or I, I wish I wasn't a woman a lot of the time because be a lot. <laughs> I feel like things would be a lot easier. But I can't, I do not want to transition into being a transgender man because that's not something that I find appealing. It's not
1: genuine for me.
0: Yeah, like I do, I do identify with being a woman. So what can I do in that place of that is, oh, try to make it so things are better for all women and all fucking people. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard, you know, because I, I, I love men and I want to date men and I haven't had sex in a fucking so you know that I would like to, but like, it's the Kyle Rittenhouse of the issue. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't give you an orgasm right now because I don't think that anyone deserves it. After the way that he was let off and heralded as a hero, as a patriot, it makes me feel like I don't know what these words mean. I'm a patriot, goddammit! What is it? It's not gaslighting when they change the fucking definitions of words on you. What is that? Yeah. Because hero and patriot are different from what I'm seeing out there. He shot two people in cold blood. Yeah. Planned it. And executed two people,
0: almost three. But he was so afraid. Because he brought a gun to defend a fucking so wolf that wasn't even his. Jeez. He doesn't. He was so
1: more. afraid. I'm also afraid. I, I know. I feel like. As a poor brown woman, I know a lot more fear than he ever will.
0: Well, you always told me that I should have a baseball bat in my car and just make sure you have a baseball mitt. Because then it doesn't look like you're using it just as a weapon. I was like, Jane's a genius. Yep. Fucking softball practice. Jane's a genius. Um, (laughs) What's something you want to spill the pee on? Something something you want to spread awareness on or share about something that you like or care about? Um, Person, place, thing, you know? Oh, God. Uh, Okay, so there's only 15 minutes left on this planet.
1: So, really, what would be near and dear to my heart is if you guys could make local community connections, especially with artists. If there's something where you can help support an artist, that would be amazing, especially, like, it's, we really are starving. And it's one of those stupid things where there's never any money to support the arts, ever, you know?
0: And, and the folks who are prone to doing art tend to not necessarily succeed yes. in traditional capitalism. It's
1: hard to... It's hard to sell art because I want it to go to a home that will love it as opposed to like I want to sell it to a guy who's going to collect it and then turn it and he'll expect a return on investment. And like mm-hmm. it's a whole different.
0: The difference between fine art and having art that you want.
1: Absolutely. That's the thing too. Buy art that you love. It doesn't have to be by a signed artist with a name and a date and a certificate of authenticity. If you love it, buy it. If it makes you happy, that's the point of art. You know, it's supposed to elicit a feeling. And in my opinion, if you're going to fill your home with feelings, they should be good, you know? Yeah. Definitely. If I wanted, if you were going to bring awareness to anything for me, it would be the arts. Definitely.
0: So what you're saying is you're really into NFTs.
1: That's, (laughs) I am so sad about NFTs because not only are they the worst monkey cartoons
0: on the planet. They're so harmful and there's so
1: much art theft. How is it like sinking a tanker ship? I don't understand. Like I made this JPEG. I can make gifts and nothing happens. Like no one dies. There's not, There's no pollution. Why are these so carbon heavy? It just seems very irresponsible for a piece of art, in my opinion. I prefer sustainable things.
0: So we did an episode about cryptocurrency on Dump, mm-hmm. And I have very strong feelings about cryptocurrency and have very strong feelings about NFTs. And, like, the thing I would like to talk shit on is something we were talking about earlier, where it's, like, instead of doing things that benefit the environment or benefit people or benefit our society and culture, these people are, like, how can I make money? And then they also don't care about how harmful it is. Yeah. Because – cryptocurrency and especially like this the fact that it's unregulated and it typically relies on blockchain technology means that it's using all of this carbon footprint and all of this energy when you are using all that and then you compare that to literal physical money which can be composted mm-hmm. which can be like remade stuff like that and you can prove you fucking have it right. without burning down a rainforest <laughs> NFTs, it's money laundering. But now it's like, you're just making it money laundering and an environmental catastrophe at the same time.
1: I think that's the high end of capitalism. I think that if they (sighs) can make money by destroying, like, I didn't get that in... in don't Look Up, where they're like, oh, we're going to make all this money off of this asteroid once it hits Earth. And I'm like, what are you going to spend this money on, on Mars, where
0: there is nothing, right? It's so nostalgia. I haven't seen the movie. Oh, okay. I, I'll put a spoiler warning, too, because I don't give a shit. Okay. I have a really hard time with a lot of modern movies. And, like, the more people tell me to watch a movie, the more I'm like, I'm just going to watch someone tell me about
1: it. Right. This <laughs> is a good one. I like Adam McKay. His um, The Big Short is my comfort movie.
0: Oh, that made me cry so hard. I love it so much. I cried. Much. So, so much.
1: I I don't know why I find it comforting when they all lose their money. I get really excited about it.
0: I think I just think about all the other people that lost their money and all the the... people who probably committed suicide because they couldn't make their payments. Yeah, and
1: all these 10 people on the... the, This is why. This this is what why they're there because this all happened and we didn't restructure or anything. We just...
0: This all is there because since 1929, we have never addressed the Hoovervilles. I love how when you learn about the Hoovervilles in US history, they're like, and then they... And then you just stop talking about it. It's Mm -hmm. like, you mean how there's homeless encampments in every big city. Mm -hmm. And instead of addressing the problem, we say that the homeless people are the problem. And that they chose to be that way and they want to ruin your community.
1: I think when you're looking at a society, you judge it by how they treat the most vulnerable.
0: And in America, we do the worst. I wanted to actually echo your spilling some pee because... I I feel that way a lot right now because like having as much time off work and actually being able to pursue creative things maybe not as gung-ho as I would like like I admire your fucking productivity I don't I have to I like I make my money no I know and it's like I, I think I've lived in the lap of luxury of being able to do nine to fives and do that kind of shit for so long that it's like I I'd have to figure out where I'd cut corners. And like, I, I think my depression and my ADHD makes it really hard sometimes for me to have the executive function to get that done. And I also didn't have kids to take care of. I just have a cat and you know how easy she is to take care of?
1: I think I, there's something definitely wrong for, with me for sure. I, I think it's some sort of mania. I have a really yeah. hard time sleeping and I, I seem to be hyper functional.
0: And I mean, that could be a part of the reason they threw that bipolar diagnosis at you. But it would be really interesting to see if like you did some battery tests and just kind of like just based on your self-report of your symptoms yeah. to see what you might fall into. Because I got diagnosed with ADHD in college, but I really didn't know what that meant. And now that I'm thinking about it more, I'm seeing how much it affects not only my work, it affects my personal passions and it really affects my relationships with other oh, people. For sure
1: i uh I get you know I call it a lovely lavender melancholy. I think most artists suffer from there's a direct negative correlation between intelligence and happiness. I think that happens with artists. we tend to be smart and sensitive and very depressed, <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that's, you know, one of the driving forces of my comedy is like some days I just want to kill myself so badly that I need to go tell people about dicks because, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, this is, this is a hard place to grow up, especially if you're poor and brown and fat and like, this is, this is the society that'll test your metal
0: Yeah. It's rough. No, I think you're right. But yeah, I like, like Jane says, I would say call to action would be if you have additional funds and you do want to support artists, look at local or fucking go on Instagram type in local artists and look for ones that are in your area Absolutely. like there's so many ways
1: follow and share definitely too is a huge part of it maybe you don't have any cash but you've got friends they might have cash they might have birthdays coming up something like that definitely when you see art that you love share it that's so huge and give the appropriate artist tag I can't tell you how many times people have shared something of mine and I'm like wait no put my name on it so people
0: know where to find the rest of it you know and if you have a piece that you've bought from someone, Ooh, I'm going back to be an eight again. But if you have a piece that you've bought from someone, make sure to promote it too. We like, always appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, I made, you saw I made a post recently, like saying that my cat doesn't believe I make money on my paintings. Uh, it mainly was just me being like, Hey, could you guys tell, show your paintings? Cause like, I do want to see where they are in people's homes, but I also would like a little bit, A little bit of exposure. Right. And it's like, I'm just asking you to make a post. It's not even like I'm asking you to do 10 minutes of comedy at my show that you're not going to pay me for.
1: Right. (laughs) I had, uh, one of my friends, I, she bought one of my little sunflower paintings and she did an unboxing on her TikTok and it was the cutest thing ever. I didn't know oh, she was going to do it. Oh, that's so, so but lovely. I had it a bunch of just stickers and nonsense. So when she did the unboxing, it was really cool. And I can't tell you, it pleased me for probably a week and a half that she had done oh, it. Yeah. I kept looking at it and I was like, oh, It my. makes you
0: feel so special. Right? Like It I'm, really does. I'm
1: a real artist. <laughs>
0: so where can people find you, Jane?
1: I am uh I'm under the handle flicking Jane, absolutely everywhere. F L I C K I N G like flicking. I don't know. I picked it when I was a kid and now oh, it's Oh no, I love it. <laughs> I th-
0: I think it's a perfect name. It's very flippant
1: and it kind of fits. I like it. So you know
0: what my YouTube handle is? E T O C two three four. So don't worry, you have it under wraps.
1: Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I put all of my comedy under Maloney Baloney in case anybody wanted to see that.
0: But But it's is it pronounced is it spelled baloney or bologna? I can't can't remember. It's a, yeah. Yeah, well, so it's Maloney Bologna. Balog- right? I have to say
1: it like that to my mom because she's like, I can't find it under Maloney Bologna. And I'm like, how are you spelling baloney, mom?
0: Come mom. on. Do you know how to spell she I didn't know how to spell yacht this morning. That's how poor I am. Now I'm like, oh God, do I not know how to spell yacht? yacht? Yeah. See, I did no idea where the T, C, and H went. Okay. I could not figure that out. <laughs> I was like, oh God. So I'm like, spelling it Yatch.
1: It won't matter. Okay. Here's the thing. I hate
0: yachts right now oh me too me too i was actually talking about it because uh patrick and i were saying how we want to like because i was like i don't want to be a politician because then you have to sell yourself after the highest bidder you like well what if we go for the medium bidders i'm like yeah well how am i supposed to get a yacht and then i'm like fuck i'm gonna spell yacht oh my god i'm so poor <laughs> Yeah, you, your first yacht present, right? But she, I'm sorry, I'm gonna bitch
1: real quick about this. Is this is the real shit talk? Betsy DeVos has twelve yachts. Oh my god! Yachts. I took out forty thousand dollars for my student loan, right? Forty thousand dollars today, after paying on it dedicatedly for about twelve years and taking a little hiatus here and there. Going, yeah,
0: because life.
1: Yeah, but like I've been paying on it for twelve years. I now, oh, I'm a proud owner of a seventy
0: thousand dollar debt. I stopped going to school in 2013. I, I think twenty fourteen. Like Yeah. And when I left, I was at sixty-five federal and twenty-five private. Okay. Um, and I don't look at the numbers. Yeah. I just make the payments because I don't want to look at the numbers. I'm on the income based repayment plan mm-hmm. for my federal loan, so I'm extraordinarily lucky. I am very aware of that. But I still have three separate private payments and I, I mean my federal ones have been paused this whole time like they won't even like accept payment right now they're right. like no don't we don't want it and I'm like you're gonna do you're gonna fuck us over with yeah. this I know you are nice. yeah but it's like I know they're gonna do something they're gonna write some new fucking law I don't even trust them yep. I can't make more money. I can't get married to Corey because it will fuck up my income-based repayment plan because we will have dual incomes at that point. So I can't even legally marry my fiancé. I hate that word. The word is disgusting. But I can't legally marry him without potential financial ramifications. I did hear from someone that I could maybe get, like, something signed. to Be like, I accrued this debt before we got married, so he cannot be held responsible for it. But they might still expect me. And not that I'm going to default on it. Luckily, like... I have been stable enough. I should be fine.
1: I I went to a private art college. Tell me they need those funds. Also,
0: yes, fuck Joe Biden. He's the reason we can't bankrupt ourselves. We can't do bankruptcy on student loans. Mm -hmm. And we should. I would. So yes, let's go, Brandon. I fully agree. You cannot make me mad. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I am not going to
1: clap for any ass on a chair. I don't want to exist. Like this shouldn't, we shouldn't even have one at this point. It's so corrupt. We don't need any of these people anymore. Like this. They, it's become an institution so corruptible, it's irredeemable. we like, yeah. should just ship it all off and start fresh, scrape it off.
0: Do you first. know much about Mexican political history? Uh, no, not much. So, like, for a really long time, they had a democracy. Mm. But it was really just one party always won elections, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And so then but, – but what they did to fix it was term limits. Everybody – like, you could only be for so long. But it didn't matter because – they still had so much money in politics, you know, and all that other corruption. And so it was really funny coming to terms with how corrupt Mexican politics was learning about it and then looking at American politics and like, Oh, it's the same shit. We just, we just have different outfits. Yeah. Like, we have different outfits and we have different names and we have different other workarounds for the elite to suck everything out and then just leave rat turds for the rest of us.
1: It's about 150 families. It's like 7,000 people, something like that, that's keeping us from progress.
0: I'm just saying if there was a real life punisher, that would be the people he should be taking out.
1: I'm typically against like any kind of genocide or eugenics. This is the one time I'm going to go ahead and make the caveat, the 1%, it would be fine. Oh yeah. If we're going to go by just fucking, you know, what you currently own and take all of those people off, we'd be a better place. And I know that that sounds terrible, but it's not by color or by religion or sex. It's just a moral judgment. If you have billions of dollars, if that's a moral failing.
0: Yeah. I cannot believe that if you have that amount of money.
1: You see, this kind of hurts.
0: No, yeah. If you have that kind of money, you did not do that in a way that is respectful to your community or human beings. Yeah.
1: There's no ethical way to make a billion dollars.
0: Because there's no ethical consumption either. No. Jane, are there any parting thoughts you have? How did you feel about this? Was this overwhelming? Did you I have a good this. time? I thought this did was I over ask,
1: over share? <laughs> no, I actually, I thought we kind of like, I don't know, we kind of ping ponged around the poop. We didn't like yeah. stay.
0: I didn't want to push you too hard. The whole time. I didn't want to push you too hard next time it's gonna be grosser. Okay, excellent. There will be a next time. But thank you so much for coming Absolutely. to my house today. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> I
1: can't wait till you get the little camera and we do the whole thing. So. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> yeah, but thank you so much. It was
1: brilliant. Thank you so much for having
0: me. And everybody, uh, this will be out sooner or later and don't judge me on how long it takes. No. Bye. No, <laughs> Talking shit, spillin' pee.
1: Talking shit, excreting. Spilling pee, gossiping.
0: If it comes from inside me, it might leave a stain you can see. Talking shit, spillin' pee. Talking shit, doo doo queen. Spilling pee, in mean.
1: Now it's time to dish some dirt post-diarrhea Hershey's squirts. around for a discussion concerning bodily functions this is talking shit and spilling tea, spilling tea.
0: thank you for picking up recyclables today Donations to the ACAST streaming service are, of course, always welcomed, but the best way to support the show is by going to patreon.com forward slash recyclables and becoming a patron today. If you can't do that, another great way is by liking, subscribing, sharing, rating, and reviewing the podcast on whatever podcast listening service you use. All right, thanks.